A man destined for greatness. He was one simple shot away from winning the Olympic gold medal until he shot the wrong target. This week, Rot Daniels joins me on... I'm Bob Cobb from the Bassmaster. Welcome to Mercer. Welcome one, welcome all, friends, family, freeloaders, fishing freaks. You're all welcome here at the Awkwardly Honest Fishing Podcast that goes by my last name, which is Mercer. Happy Hump Day. It is Wednesday, and we are once again back putting a little hump back in your life. And um, this week's show, i got to be honest, is um, maybe a little more awkward and a little less honest at some points. Um but I am joined by somebody who you don't hear from a lot. Um, well, you do, but it's just in small little doses here and there. But this story is incredible. I mean, a, he was literally one simple shot away from winning the Olympic gold medal, and he shot the wrong target. I, I don't know how it happened, but really what it resulted in is one of the most what is the word I'm looking for? One of the most um, intriguing, uh, polarizing outdoor personalities that we've ever seen. Some people love him. Some people hate him. He has just finished a tour where he had lineups of people willing to meet him. And um, I consider us very lucky to get this interview just because he normally doesn't do these kind of things. Um, and I hope you guys will enjoy this. But we're going to dig a little deeper and find out just exactly who in the world Rut Daniels is and, and, and what he's trying to accomplish. Because the successes he's had in his life, you mean you take away that obvious misstep at the Olympics, I think he's doing pretty good for himself. But... Um, you don't have to take it from me. Let's not waste any more time. Let's join our guest right now. Rut Daniels. How are you, Dave? You doing good? I'm doing great. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a little starstruck. Um, you're kind of a big deal. That's that's what some people say. But I'll tell you, I'm still working a nine to five and get my lunch at McDonald's. Sorry, I'm on break. You're on break time right now. I'm on break. So I'm what do you do as a job? I'm the assistant archery manager at Eastdale Outdoors where the products sell themselves and the relationships are built on trust. I tune a lot of bows. I got a lot of kids come into the shop, learn how to shoot. The rest just says, watch that elbow, watch that elbow. Teach them how to shoot. That's what I do it for. I do it for the kids. It's all about the children. All about the kids. Yep. Lots of fish and stuff too. You should stop on by. Lots yeah. Of I, I guess, I mean, I'm kind of a jump all feet in kind of interviewer, yep. I guess. I don't know if I'm good at this job or not, but I believe I should ask the tough question. Like some people build it up hey. and it, it, let's just jump right into it. What? Let's just go. Let's just step into the ring and start going. <laughs> Are you willing to even talk about what happened at the Olympics? Hey, that was a long time ago. That was 25 years ago. Some people say too soon. I say, let's get into it. It happened. I'm willing to talk about it. Before we do, you know what I just found out? 
quarter pounders, 350 and a half pounders, four and a quarter. You know what that means? No. It's all marketing. You ain't even paying for the meat. Remember that. You can save a buck too. Olympics. Let's get into it. 96, Atlanta, Georgia. Look. What's the jacket? Oh, you still have the jacket. Still got the jacket. Busted out now and then, but you, only for special occasions, Dave. Only for special occasions. Still got the jacket. Don't like How does that smell? Yeah, I don't like to wash it because I'm worried it's going to fall apart. But I'll tell you a story, okay? 96 Olympics, Atlanta, Georgia. We're lining up. You know they do the torch and all that stuff? They do the yeah. torch? 110 degrees. This is polyester. It don't breathe like they do now. It's got a cotton lining in it. This thing's hot as... Well, it's hot. <laughs> so you know what they realized? They felt bad for all the athletes. They're worried we're all going to get heat strokes. One of the sponsors came up big. Look, got a cease. Atlanta, 96. It's a visor. Look. It's With a fan. It. Got a fan on it. I wish you could feel this right now. <laughs> it feels like I got air conditioning blowing. Look at that. I'll tell you. Brilliant. 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 Something, Something. 96 Olympics. What do you want to know? Well, I mean, I, what in the world happened? Well, I still wonder that myself. Uh, going into the finals, the old Rutster needed a bullseye, needed a 10-ringer. Lined it up to take gold. Promised my sponsors gold, lined it up, boom, smoked the bullseye. Some people call it a brain fart. Some people call it, I don't know. But I was thinking so much, I wasn't thinking. I had the old jitters a little bit. Hey, Ted Mennon had the jitters, shot the wrong target. They didn't even give me silver or nothing. I shot a perfect round, didn't even give me silver. So sponsors backed out, but it went into a bit of a tailspin. It was a bit of a rough patch. Uh, I went to the IOC, um, International, International Olympic Committee, uh -huh. and uh, fought it. Fought it for a long time. And uh, they said, nope, nothing you can do. So they disqualified me. Didn't get silver, didn't get nothing. Disqualified me. So I said, well, looked in the mirror and said, hey, Rutster. About had it with this competitive shooting thing. Went into a bit of a tailspin, uh, shot a couple bucks and said, you know what? Even if you shoot the wrong target, you still go home with a full freezer. <laughs> so uh, shot a couple bucks and then I uh, got my wits about me, uh, tail end of 97 and got my job at East Hill Outdoors. Just been, just been doing that ever since. Tuned a lot of bows, sold a lot of bows. I'll tell you the first day ever, East Hill Outdoors, they told me, hey, you get a commission for selling the bows. I sold them clean out of whites. In one day. In one day, clean out. <laughs> Let's go back to the Olympics. Okay. How does somebody so great make such a, I mean, excuse the expression, but a rookie mistake? Well, I think I said it best before. And I said, I was thinking so much, I wasn't thinking. You ever heard of tunnel vision? Yeah. You ever flip into a, a patch of lily pads and you just know there's a big old bucket in there and you just get tunnel vision like this? I just had tunnel vision. I just had tunnel vision on the wrong patch of lily pads. And I'll tell you, there wasn't a bucket in there. Did you, um, excuse me, I, I didn't get to see the footage, but did you, did you start celebrating? I mean, if you obviously thought that was the target, as soon as you hit it, you must have freaked out. No, you're an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the screeching sound, you ever heard uh -huh. the screeching sound like in movies and stuff? Yeah. I continued on with my follow through like this, got that look in my eye, you know, the look of a champion. You know, you can just tell Michael Jordan's got it. 
Wainers got it. The best of the best got it. Just gave her one of these. And I turned around with my hands up and then it was just blank stares. And I was like, something ain't right. <laughs> something ain't right. Yeah. That's when I knew. I looked back over my shoulder and went, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow, old Rutster. And wrap what was bacon, the next... Wrap it in bacon all you want. That's going to be a tough pill to swallow. And what was the next 24 hours like for you? I don't remember much. I would imagine. I'll just leave it at that. That's ah, a tough, much. tough. So how okay. do you, how do you claim to be the greatest archer on earth after making, like I said, a rookie mistake like that? I don't. I don't. Uh, a lot of people said that about me, and that's just. I'm in it for the loins now. That's a long. That's a long ways behind me. I had my chance to prove it. Didn't do it. And now, you know, somebody asked me if I'm the greatest. I just say, take a look at my freezer. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yep. Uh, it's better to let other people say it about you. That's right. It, I ain't in it for that. I told you I'm in it for the kids and I'm in it for the meat. <laughs> I'm in it for the meat. And uh, yeah, but that's, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> have you been doing much hunting lately? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shot a nice, nice six pointer. A couple of weeks ago, shot a nice six-pointer. I got some people said, too, hey, why are you shooting a small box? Why you I said, have you tasted one lately? I tell you, pull the back shafts off those things. I don't know about all this Wagyu and AAA and all that stuff. I don't know much about the beef, but it don't get better than a six-point buck in October. I'll tell you that for free. I'll tell you that for free. I'll tell you a story. I had about five does step out of the field, came out of the field, and where I was hunting, you ain't got no doe tags. People say, why don't you just shoot a doe? Let the small bucks walk. We're shutting Ontario. No doe tag. First buck that walked in, I said, I had a camera guy trying to do him. I said, turn the camera on. <laughs> He's got horns. <laughs> Stepped out. He was at, I don't know, I knew he was close to 20. Ranged him. Went to draw like this. And he turned around and walked straight away. He walked straight away. I almost gave him the old Texas heart shot. You know what that is? No. You know the, no. Uh, the pucker pop. No. The old 12 ringer? Right no. In the butt. You shoot them right in the butt and they'll die. But I, you know what? I better not. I better not. Yeah, you can do it. But I said, hey, you better not. Wait until he got out at 50 yards to turn broadside. I shot him right through the heart. You know what I like to say, Dable? Dingo 20. <laughs> yep, he was on the grill that night. It's on the grill that night. So do you think that hunting's gone wrong with chasing the racks? I mean, every, every hunter... I was shocked, to be honest, quite honest, that once you said you caught a uh, shot a six-pointer, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's not... Each his own. Each his own. The problem is, so you got some guys are in Iowa, right, shooting giants, giants everywhere, big old racks like this. And then you got some kid in East Pennsylvania that the biggest buck he's got in a three-mile radius is a six-pointer that's this big. And then he feels bad because he posts it, and some guy from Iowa goes, what are you doing? That ain't right. That ain't right. There's different kinds of hunters to each his own. If it's legal, I'm good with it. I said, hey, I was on a meat mission. I wanted to fill the freezer. Ain't nobody going to tell me I can't shoot that buck. That's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. But I'll go to, I'll go to Kentucky. I'll go to Kentucky. Big old bucks on that property. Lots of bucks running around, running around. I might pass on one. I might pass on two. It all just depends. I'll tell you, if it gets your heart pumping, that's when I draw my bow. In the day that the heart doesn't get pumping, 
That's the day I hang her up. Put her on the rack and I don't know, hop on a tractor in the back 40 and just start plowing. That's it. That's it. Tell, tell me about young rut. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? What, what was it like? Pennsylvania. I'll go right to the start. You want to start the start? You better start the start. <laughs> I was conceived in a ground blind in turkey season. And oh, wow. uh, yep, yep. People, people knock it. Some people say, hey, you shouldn't use ground blind turkey out. And I said, well, ask my dad about that. <laughs> He'll disagree. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, was early, was early, came middle of November. And uh, Ma called Pa and said, hey, I'm going into labor. He said, well, it's going to have to wait because I'm after a big one. <laughs> and uh, he met us at the hospital, the big old buck in the back of the truck, and they called me right. So, um, yeah. I mean, to sum up my childhood, Pennsylvania double wide, uh, good folks, love to hunt, love to hunt. Um, people say, hey, what part of Pennsylvania? I say this. I say right near Harrisburg. They say, well, what part of Harrisburg? I said, the part of town where you got in fights to stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lots of hunting, lots of fishing, lots of hunting and fishing. I always say, If you're crushing bucks, you ain't crushing pints, right? Yeah. Kept the old ruts, you're out of trouble. Always obsessed with it, obsessed with it. I started hunting. Um, I was looking for, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. We couldn't rub two nickels together when I was a kid, okay? So I, I was 12 years old. I said, I'm going to get my first job. So I was looking for a good job. Started sweeping lanes at the lo local archery shop. I got like 75 cents an hour, but I could keep any arrows that went flinging into the wall if I pulled them out. So I started doing that and we had a used bow section. I realized if I came in late or if I stayed and I hid when they closed up shop, I could use the used bows and I could shoot all night. I shot till my fingers bled, shot till my, I fell in love with it. Young kid fell in love with it. The old owner, the owner had a blue tick named Daisy, blood trailed me right back to the front porch. And the, yep, the owner came and said, what have you been doing, Rutster? Why are your fingers bleeding? I had to confess. And he said, hey, you keep working here for the next three months. I'll get you your first bow. And he, and he got me one right off that used rack. It was a Hoyt Rambo II back in the 80s. I shot the snot out of that thing. Got real good, too. Started winning competitions. Took me right up to the 96 Olympics. How was school for you? Did, did you Were you the kind of kid that fit in, made it easy, or...? I didn't, uh, well, I got it. How many kids you got listening to this podcast? I don't want them to see a big wig in the hunting industry and say, you didn't go to school, you skipped school. I got to do that too. That ain't right. That ain't right. But I'll tell you, I'm trying to put food on the table, whether it was a big buck or whether it was a big bass putting it on the table. I was out looking for loins. I didn't do good in school. Graduated, didn't do too good. Not good. Not good. Are people shocked to see what you've become today? When you do you ever run into people from your childhood and are they impressed with what rut has become? It's funny. It's funny. You know, at the time they're like, oh, that's Jay, like shooting a bow, like shooting a bow. And then all of a sudden they make it and they go, I always knew it. I always knew it. Right. That's what they say. So who knows? Right. Who knows? Do you even care? Not, not really. Not really. I mean, you know. That's nice and everything. People watching, people watching, saying, "Hey, I know the Rutster. I got, you know, I'm. He's my, he's my second cousin's brother-in-law's sister's friend. You know, that's nice. That's cool. But nope, 
I mean, I'm just out here. People always say, hey, right, keep it up, keep it up. I say, you don't have to tell me to keep hunting. <laughs> you know, started doing this, started doing the videos, like, you know, not too long ago, not too long ago. I was a bit of a big wig there in the 90s, took some time off, right? Took some time off on the cover of a couple of magazines. I don't want to toot the old horn, but okay. And then, uh, and then what happened? Started following around with the camera, posted a couple of things for the kids, right? Hey, do this, don't do that, you know? And people liked it. So keep on doing it. Plus, and selling the snot out of those bows. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's what that's what pays the bills. I, and you gotta pay them. You gotta pay them. That's right. What uh what does obsess you outside of hunting? Is there anything or is it just all hunting all the time? Hunting or hunting and fishing, because they're both they're both loins on the grill. Both yeah. of them. No, archery, hunting and fishing. If I'm not in the shop. If I'm not tuning bows, if I'm not selling bows, then uh, then I'm hunting or I'm fishing, or I'm looking for the next spot to hunt and fish. A lot of windshield time. People don't use that windshield time. You got to go. You, you got to try it. You got to scout. You got to find new spots. Little backhole ponds that have got some buckets in them. That's what I'm doing all the time. People ask me, "Hey, Rhett, you ever been married? You ever had a girl?" I said, "I almost hooked the set. I almost set the hook on one in the '90s, but uh, about to tighten the drag. <laughs> Ain't got time for that. Ain't got time for that." No ladies in your life. Nope. The only lady in my life is a doe called Rosemary in the back for you. <laughs> <You'll>... <laughs> yeah. Do you ever That's get it. tired of hunting? No. No. How could you get tired of hunting? I mean, if it's all you ever do. Yeah. Well, hunting and fishing. Nope. I, you know, I, I've been to a couple of NASCAR races. I, I do like NASCAR. <laughs> what were you doing at a NASCAR race? Well, see the, the catch of deer, sir? Yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, they're a partner, and uh, they sent me to a NASCAR race in, in Nashville, Tennessee. They had the big logo on the front of the car. You know what I mean? The big logo on the front of the car. They sent Rutz to there, and boy, oh, boy, was that something. <laughs> what was <laughs> the reaction those... from that crowd like? Uh, well, i got to be honest with you. i gotta, I got I to gotta settle with you. Uh, I wasn't in the crowd, per se. I got to go in the, I got to go, yeah, I got to go right in the pits. It's called a hot pass. I had this badge that said all access. I could go anywhere, anywhere. Almost got kicked out. Here's a true story. I was waving at the drivers and I wasn't looking and the driver came right by real close and the guy said, that happens again, you're gone. I said, I didn't, I didn't even know. I was just walking. I guess you got to know where the pylons are and stuff. Anyways, I was walking through in the middle of the race and this, this guy, he's, uh, he's on the pit crew. He said, Rutster. I was like this. You can't hear nothing, right? So he, so he weighs me down, comes in, he says, hey, I want you to give a shot on my gun. You know, the, you know the guns that they, they're like a, they're like an air gun, the torque wrench yeah. for the for the tires. I got to go right in. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Flying by, cars flying by, cars flying by like this. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So I'd like to drive a NASCAR at some point. They got these things you can go to. You can get in a NASCAR and drive them. Always wanted to do that. What kind of experience do you have at trying? I mean, now, it Vinny takes had some a training. Vinny had a Dokamino in the 80s. That's it. That's it. They're stick. You got to know how to drive stick. But they can tune them down. They got a guy watching on a screen, right? And he's like, oh, this guy ain't looking good in the corner three. He can like, he can like press the brakes for you from a computer. Uh huh. I want to try it. I want to try it. I did One something of the best weird. All time. What? One of the best movies all time, Days of Thunder. And he says, uh, he says, you build a car, I can build you a driver. He says, see that, see that hound right there, that hunting hound? 
He says, that's the best dang hunt dog I've ever seen or heard of. Didn't teach me a dang thing. <laughs> I say it's some truth. people just got it. Yeah, some, some people just got it. So I'd like to go and find out. Uh, I think I think you're one of those dudes that just, I mean, everything you've tried to do seems to, to work out for you. You've mentioned fishing a lot. Ever, yeah. ever think of dabbling your feet in the pro fishing world? I thought about it. I thought about it. I had a buddy Vinny that was qualified for the Bassmaster Classic, but uh, he was the only guy in the whole tournament that kept a grill on the boat. Came home <laughs> with a full stomach and an empty stringer. <laughs> Bag had zero. And boy, could that guy eat. He never got full, only got tired. <laughs> tell you, if you like eating them too much, that's not good for the old bag. No, not no, good. not good. Dead, dead fish penalties <clears throat> tend to add up. Yeah, um, there's a guy good. in pro fishing called Seth Fighter who gets yeah. a lot of credit for bringing the mullet to pro fishing. Yeah. The more I talk to you, the more I think that Seth Fighter may have just ripped off your gig. Any thoughts on that? I don't want to point any fingers. I don't know him personally, just like I don't know Kid Rock, but there's lots of accusations that go flying. And so I'm just going to stay out of those are <laughs> those are waiters. I don't want to hop into if you know what I mean. I hear I'm going to stay out of it. I'm going to stay out of it. Reminds me a lot of my old buddy Vinny, though. Good guy. Good guy. A lot of fishermen are great guys. I love fishermen being one of them myself. But I'll tell you, Jesus was a carpenter, but he hang out with fishermen. I don't know what that means, but I think about it a lot. I think about it a lot. I got a question for you, Dave. Is this oh. a one-way street, or are we? No, 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 no. This conversation. Babe. You think you think uh, you think social media is ruining fishing? I think it's changing fishing big time. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think you, which is disturbing. Like you, you can't post. I used to make fun of those people that blurred out the background in their pictures. Right. Turns out right. those people were the smartest people out there because. Nobody's yeah. looking at you holding the fish. They are literally, That's if they right. could remove you from the picture, they would. Yep. A lot of pressure on spots because of yep. social media. What's your yep. take on it? Well, you said change fishing, whether it's better or worse. I think there's people that got introduced to fishing because of it. That's good. That's good. Hey, if there's more people fishing, that's good. Yeah. Maybe for your spot, but it's good for the sport of fishing. But uh, it used to be that uh, the guy with the, with the you know best story was the best fisherman around, right? You know, the guy that caught the biggest fish was the guy that had the best story. That's the fisherman's creed. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. <laughs> and now, now it's the guy with the longest arms catches the biggest fish. And it ain't because he casts the farthest either. <laughs> guy good with point. the biggest arms catches the biggest fish. So, hey, I know a lot of guys out there just looking for a pick for the grand. Well, that ain't right. Got to be out there. You got to enjoy the moment, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's changed for sure. It sure just has. Like hunting's changed. Just like hunting's changed. But how's hunting hey, changed? Still, oh, same way. Same thing. Everybody same up in your stuff. Yeah. 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 Do it for what you want to do it for. If you want to throw them back, uh, that ain't right, but throw them back, you know? Yeah. So, yep. It's I'd all about that. the gram. Hey, that's just my opinion, but it ought to be yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've met a lot of strange, not strange, but sh I mean, I told you I, I did some stuff for this chat that i normally don't do normally i just okay. have a conversation with fishermen but yeah you're kind of a big deal so i thought i'd do a little research you were recently on jay cutler's podcast yeah 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 cutler that guy can throw a football boy can he throw a football <laughs> yeah. yeah um and it, with what eric trump yeah yep and uh and uh maddie Pittman, meat church meat church so so i got a call he said 
hey, Rutster, doing a podcast this is from Jay, right? Doing a podcast. And uh, I heard that Eric Trump is a big fan, big fan. I said, well, that's great. What can I do for you? And he said, I want you to come in and I want you to surprise Eric. He don't like surprises, but I got a feeling if it's the old Rutster, he's going to like surprises. So I went in and uh, yeah, did, did the podcast. So we we're talking about hunting, about fishing. He, I'll tell you, Eric, he loves to hunt. Everybody says Don Jr. is a big hunter and everything, but I'll tell you, Eric loves to hunt. He, he makes his own rifles in his garage. He makes long distance rifles. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. They got eyes and ears everywhere, but he's, he, he, in his garage, he's got a shop and he makes long distance rifles and guys shoot competitions with them. Tell me if that's not an outdoorsman, I don't know what is. Yeah. So he said, Hey, Rutster, I got a great rookie spot. Do you like catching brookies? I said, you're not going to believe it when I say this, but it's my second favorite fish, freshwater fish next to muskies. I'll tell you, not a lot of guys have tasted muskies, but boy, are they good. You just, eat muskies. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There'd be a hit out on me if I said that. <laughs> There'd be a hit out on me. The musky guys are nuts. I'm just kidding. Okay, well, Brookies. And he said, yep, there's a spot. The military trains their snipers. It's only closed one day of the year. It's on Christmas. If you can come on Christmas, I got a great rookie spot for you. And I said, hey, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> Down in Washington. Down in Washington. Yep. So you're going to go fishing with them? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. What is and your favorite fish if it's not the muskellunge? Oh, boy. Muskies are dinosaurs. It's different. They, You know, when they say musky hunting, that's true. That's true. Musky hunting is true. Uh, boy, oh, boy. There's something about, you know what? I love catching smallmouth bass when they're real aggressive. You know, when you got big smallies, when you got footballs, when you got pigskins, you know, pigskins that are aggressive. Boy, are they fun to catch. Uh, but brookies, brookies are up there. One of the prettiest fish. They like to fight. They're a whole bunch of fun. And they're just pretty. There's something about a brookie. I don't know. You can't explain it. You know, when you say it to somebody, you can see it in their eyes. I can't explain it any other way. But some guys will look at you with a blank stare and be like, large mouth or nothing. And other guys will be like, I smell what you're stepping in. They're a unicorn. They're very different. They're very yeah. different. Yeah, that's what I like about them. Yep. Halloween this week. What 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 kind of candies does Rod hand out for Halloween, or do you partake? Gosh, no, I got a, I got a, no, I don't really get into that stuff. I'm probably going to be at the shop, to be honest. Close up the shop, you know. That's it. Put a bucket, you know, whatever's on sale, whatever's on sale at Walmart. Put a bucket out on front front step, and probably the first two kids are going to clean it out. But I did my civic duty. Yeah, yeah. That's I I dislike people that turn the lights off. I think it's, it's yeah. wrong. I don't care if you, you don't have kids. You know, something ain't right. Yeah. No, you got to, I mean, you got to yeah. leave the lights on. Yeah. You must see some weird stuff in the woods. The amount of time you've spent there. I've seen a few things. A few things. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Um. What's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in the woods? Oh, I don't know. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky one. I've seen, I've seen some, well, you know, I, I once, I'll tell you a story. This wasn't weird as much as it, yeah, it was kind of weird. Anyway, so there's a, there's a buck, right? I get, and I sit in my ground blind, I start glassing and I just see horns. Okay. I just see horns. So I start glassing and I'm like, oh boy, there's a buck. And then I realize that there's a doe out on the other side of it. And so this buck is with the doe. It's in November. You know where this is going, right? So I started calling to him. I started grunting, bad. 
nothing. I'm like, this guy ain't coming. This guy ain't coming. So I got out, side of the blind. I army crawled the whole field. It was like um, CRP. You know what CRP is? Like the long grasses. Got right down and I was doing this. Right through, got, got right up to about 80 yards and the buck mounted the doe and they started, you know, making babies. And I was like, this is my chance. So I, I got up on all fours and I started going like this as close as I could. And I got to like 50 yards. So the deed is done. He lights up a cigarette, right? <laughs> a, uh, a hypothetical, a proverbial cigarette starts walking back in the woods. He's at 50 yards and I sell one. Shot him right in the heart at 50 yards. And I said, at least I had the courtesy. At least I had the courtesy, right? Because I could have done it two minutes earlier. But hey, they got to they gotta make babies. That was a pretty weird hunt. That was a pretty weird hunt. That ain't, that ain't your normal November hunt running around, you know? Bucks no. running and chasing. No. Uh, at at least you gave them the courtesy, right? That's right. That's... Hey, I shot something that was pretty, it wasn't weird, but it was pretty unique. Uh, a couple months ago, I was on an early goose hunt, a month and a half ago. And I shot a leucistic Canada goose. You know what that is? No idea. The guide up, up in Ontario, Canada, the guide said we shot 60,000 geese in this outfit over the last 20 years. And this is the first one. The old ruster shot them. It's like a, it's almost like albino, but albino is like pure white. They got like the red eyes. You know what yeah. I mean? This is like a, they call it a smoke phase because there's no real dark parts on it, but it's like kind of half albino. It's called leucistic. It's a type of albinism, but it's not the, that's not the full thing. So wow. leucistic Canada goose. And you know what? Right before it, right before it, I said, I told a joke too. We're in the blind. Well, not in the blind. We're in the corn. We're standing in standing corn. I said, oh, Vinny shot a smoke phase Canada goose back in the eighties and mounted him on a pack of players. <laughs> he said it was cigarette white. <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know we thought it was a snow goose comes right in cigarette white goose it's like what are the chances of that <laughs> that's like a one in a i don't know a lot a one a in lot. sixty thousand at least one in a million goose comes in right after i said old oh, cigarette white then he shot one in the 80s unbelievable boom unbelievable yep what's with the glasses what's with i the mean glasses? you don't ever wear other glasses uh, every time i've seen you it's yep from 96 to today hd yep hd these are like HD. I do, I do a lot of work in the shop. I'm cutting arrows all the time. You just get used to them. You ever cut arrows? Fiberglass? No. You're cutting fiberglass? You're cutting no. carbon fiber, cutting aluminum on, no. on like a circular blade? Yeah. Never done that. Take one of those in the eye, you lose an eye. If I'm not doing that, I'm shooting. I'm hunting. I always got the glasses on. And then it just feels weird to have them off. You know? This Plus, these are good. I don't know if you've ever seen the commercials. These are good for driving at night. It's like they're in HD. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yep. Ever see any UFOs? That's a topic I'm not going to get into. I'll talk, I'll talk about the Olympics. I'll talk about hunting. I'll talk about fishing, but that's why I'm not going to go there. That gets heated. That's like talking politics, except for like times two. <laughs> you ever talk politics on a podcast? No. Okay. Okay. It gets heated, right? People lose yeah. their jobs and stuff. You look at those conspiracy theorists, those people around Area 52, they'll try to cancel you. So but, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go, no religion, no politics, no UFOs. <laughs> how about Sasquatch? Will you, will you discuss I'll tell you that? What, if he's real, I, I'd like him to be real, but if he's real, he's the hide and seek champion of the world. No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. I'd like him to be real. I would. I would. I think one of these days... 
I think one of these days he's just gonna he's just gonna show up on a trail camera or something. You know, they say the evidence is sketchy, but maybe he's just blurry. <laughs> you ever think about that? Maybe, maybe he's just blurry. That's yeah. how he looks. That's how he looks. That's how Makes looks. sense. Yep. That's what I like about you. You think outside of the box. You think different than most people. Have you always been like that your whole life? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I've always thought this way. You're this way. a lot of people's hunting idol. A lot of people's favorite. I mean, I've seen pictures of people lining up to get your autograph. Yep. Who's Rutt's favorite hunter? Who's your oh idol? Boy. Oh, boy. Well... I'd say it's hard. It's hard to point to anybody that's had more of an impact than old Freddie Bear. Yeah. Old Freddie Bear. Shoot, you know those old videos from like the seventies or sixties or fifties or whenever it was. It's like they barely they're barely in color. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting there at like twelve yards with a recurve, and he's shooting grizzly bears with a recurve, and it's like this guy's really something. I'll tell you, he's done more for for archery than anybody else. So I'd have to say it'd be old Freddie Bear. It's a what good a one. What a beaut. Oh, it doesn't get any you? more. How about you? Who's, who's, your, uh, who's, your, who's your Wayne Gretzky? Are you more of a Mario Lemieux guy? No, I'm a Wayne Gretzky guy. Okay. He's who is actually the only celebrity in my entire life that my wife wishes she took a picture of me when I saw Wayne Gretzky because we were in a restaurant in Vegas and he walked past and I was like, I mean, yeah. it's Wayne freaking Gretzky. He's the great one. Yeah. He's a great and one. And I walked out and I saw three American dudes as a Canadian. I'm like, wow, this is, I mean, that's Wayne Gretzky. Um, it's kind of telling that he was in Vegas later on. You heard he likes to gamble. Yeah, um, but I walked stories. out and there's three American dudes. that are like, I, I, some hockey player. I think I heard them over. I mean, didn't that even know right. who the great that one was. Right. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. But if, if I had to pick, you know, an angler, there's a bunch of them. There's so okay. many of them. Um, Al Linder was a big influence growing up. Yeah. I mean, still is yeah. um, as far as a host, as far as I, love, I was a big Denny Brower fan. I mean, okay. it, it goes on and on a bit, I, but I, since you went Fred bear, I'm going to have to go one, only one. Okay. Ray Scott, he invented okay. the sport. I mean, without him, there is no compet. I mean, there might be tournaments, but they are not what they are today. They are not the, yeah. hoopla and the excitement that's around the Bassmaster events today. So I'm going Ray Scott. That's my okay. That's that's strong, fair. strong, real strong. I yeah. thought you were going to throw Bob Azumi at me there for a minute. I thought you were going to like throw Bob. Bob Azumi at me. Yeah, I like Bob. Bob's yeah. good. Bob just retired. Congratulations on a great career. Yep. But oh, I'll tell boy. you, Bob had me on his show once, and um, and uh, he took his biggest guest in size proportion. <laughs> Put him in the smallest life jacket possible, uh -huh. in the smallest boat possible. But I didn't care. I'm like, I'm doing a show with Bob Azumi. Right. So we went out, and and he caught more than me that day. I'll admit it. But we both hammered him. He probably caught 60 fish. I probably caught 50 fish. That's a good day. Yep. Incredible day. We were on a back lake. And then I remember the moment, you know, that morning, it's going to air. And I was still living at home with my mom at the time. And, and my mom said, hey, we're going to make bacon and eggs. We're going to watch my son on Bob Azumi. Because to That's me, a big deal. That's that, a big deal. once that show aired, I was going to – magazines were going to show up, all sorts of – my career was yeah. going to explode. And I watched the show, and I catch exactly 
exactly two and a half bass on that show. When he edited that show together, Bob catches 50. I catch two and a half. And I only say a half because you can see in a, in a montage of him catching them, there was there was one moment where you could see. And, and I called him up and I'm like, Bob, what the? And he's like, well, I don't know if you understand, but it's the Bob Azumi real fishing show, not the Dave Burst. Hey. So that's why I started Facts of Fishing. Sorry, fair is fair. Fair is fair. fair. I'm just picturing you like this in your life jacket. Are you ever seen Chris Barley, one of the greatest movies of all time? You know where I'm going with this? That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. <laughs> no offense. No offense. Hey, no offense taken. No offense taken. If, if yeah. I was a bass, oh, everybody Bob. would want to catch me. Bob. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If I ever have a fishing show where I got a bunch of guests on, I wouldn't do you like that. That well, ain't right. That ain't right. No, no. Young but, lad like you trying to get a start. I mean, it's about the kids. It's about yeah. the kids. Fanny packs. Yep. Are, are they once again a thing or have they always been a thing? Name a more convenient bag than a fanny pack. Name it. Especially for an archery guy because you got all your Allen wrenches and your tools and your ticks and your, you know, all those things, peep sites, all that kind of stuff. People say, hey, right, what's in a fanny pack? I say, it depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> You know, not everything I got always has pockets. You know, this this jacket's got great pockets, but if you ain't got if you ain't got pockets, then you know, what are you gonna do, right? So convenient. Look at look at this. Oh, I've been doing some shooting, tightening my rifle or something. Huh? <laughs> sitting beside always right. A plane. <laughs> sitting beside a guy on a plane, didn't want to talk. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> That'll happen. Yep, right in my pocket. What well, What do you have to say to people that just say that that's a a man's purse. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> it's not a purse. Purse goes over your shoulder. It's got all fancy stuff on it. Look, this is just, that's just pure handy dandy. You know, look at that. Sign autographs for the kids. Uh huh. Tell that to the kids. Tell the kids it's just a purse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kid exactly. got an autograph out of it. Yep. I'm ready for it to come back, and I'm surprised it hasn't come back I more. Think I think you, you need to lead it. I think you need to lead it. You just need to lead it. Like I say, when you're hunting, you just got to lead the bead. You ever get out duck hunting, Dave? No. No? You live on a lake, though. I do. People duck hunt all around my house. Yeah. They wake well, me up what, on Saturday mornings. Yep. That's what I say. You just got to lead the bead. <laughs> it's just like Wayne. We're talking about Wayner. You know what Walter said to him when he was a kid? Don't go what where the it? puck is. Go where the puck's going to go. And that's what you got to do when you're duck hunting. You got to shoot where the bird's going to be, not where the bird is. That's why I say lead the bead. What is your favorite kind of, if you could only hunt one animal the rest of your yep. life, what would yep. it be? Oh, boy. Well, whitetail is like the bass fishing of, of uh, yeah. hunting. But, but uh, I'd have to say duck hunting. And I'll say, because even a bad day, a, a bad duck hunt is still a good duck hunt. That's why. Sometimes bad deer hunts are just bad deer hunts. You're yeah. all alone in the tree. It's nasty. You can fall out of the tree. There's all kinds of stuff going on. But a good a good duck hunt, you got someone there with you normally, even if it's just a dog. And you're watching the sun come up. Ducks are flying. Oh, it's the best. Something about it. Something about it. Special. Special. Yeah, something about it. Anything you've bucket list hunts? Anything you've ever wanted to hunt that you haven't had a chance to do yet? 
huh, what if I wanted to hunt? What if I wanted to hunt? I'd like to go to Alaska for a bull moose. I've shot moose before, but never in Alaska. They're different. The ones, the ones out east, they're a little bit narrower and smaller. And they say because in the woods and stuff, right? They get their antlers. So, so they're like, the eastern moose is a little bit smaller. But you go out there to Alaska where it's wide open, they, get like, they can be like six feet wide. Just, they're huge. They're massive. Uh, grizzly bear. I'd like to shoot a grizzly bear with a bow too. Yeah. Yeah. Old Freddy Old bear bowl? style. All bow when uh, it no, comes to I big like, animals? No, no, I like to bust out the gun here and there. I've shot, I've shot deer. I've shot elk. I've shot bears um, with, a, with a rifle. The old gold trigger. Presser says, if the trigger's gold, the buckle fold. <laughs> Browning. Browning's got gold trigger. So I'm a Browning guy. Just like Hoyts gotcha. with the bows, I like to shoot the Browning. Yep. So what? I've never shot a moose with a rifle. Never shot a moose with a rifle, only with a bow. Okay. With a bow. Yep. Okay. What's next for Rutster? Yeah. Well, well, I've got uh, every week, old Rutster launches a video on, yeah. uh, on different platforms. I don't know which ones. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram. I don't, I don't really do a lot of that stuff. But they, uh, they get posted there. And then uh, 12, 12 episodes, too. Got the Rut Daniels show on YouTube. And those are a little bit longer ones. Those are like five. That's like the whole hunt, right? Yeah. Um, so more of that. More of that. We got 12. We're only, we only launched two episodes so far this fall. So we got a bunch more episodes coming out. Uh, bear hunting, turkey hunting, stuff like that. Uh, and then the weekly, we do a lot of fishing. So we've been talking. Maybe the Rutster should get into some real, real fishing episodes. You know, like 10 minutes long. Yeah. It, you know? I'd people. like to go fishing with you one time. I think that'd be good. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be good. I think we'd have a good time. Where would we go? Now, now think about this carefully. Okay. I'm done thinking. <laughs> it all depends. It all depends on the time of year. I mean, if it's right now, we're going to Lake Erie. We're going to yeah. Lake Erie. I mean, I, I caught a seven. 712 there last week and and lake erie or thousand islands you're either going one direction yeah. or the other that's where yeah. i'm going yeah. uh this time of year and a lot of times a year to be honest uh they're yeah. phenomenal fisheries but uh yeah that, you're that's going bay of quinney soon too bay yeah. of quinney, if you want some walleye real soon i'd like it to get a little colder you know yeah. get those big mamas coming through not quite ready yet you a big walleye guy bay of quinney every year uh through the ice through the ice, real good, real good. You got to be careful though. Kids at home, when you're listening, you got to be careful. Bay of Quinney, there's lots of currents. You got to know the body of water or be with someone who does. Yeah, yeah. don't some, go running oh, out there. You, jumbo, jumbo perch and big old walleye. You'll fish for two days and not get one under five pounds. Wow. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yep. Wow. Yep. You ever released a walleye? What do you mean? Like let one go? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm not proud of it. Kevin Van Dam's pond. I ain't proud of it. I said, I was fishing. I was fishing at Kevin's and I said, hey, are we putting them on the stringer? Or are we putting them in a the live well? He says, I don't know about you, Rutscher, but I'm putting them back. <laughs> and he said, hey, you know what you can keep? If you catch a walleye, you can keep a walleye. There was a couple of walleye in his pond. And sure enough, right at the end, right in the end, caught a walleye. I said, where's the pan? He said, get the net. I said, get the net, get the pan. <laughs> he said, he said, you should probably let him go. <laughs> I said, okay, all right, we let him go. But that guy, oh boy, can that guy fish. Pretty good. Kevin, yep. 
He almost took my camera guy's head off with a hook set. Boy, can he set the hook. Hauled him right in sideways. I said, hey, you want to fight? Join the army. I'm here for the loins. <laughs> <laughs> Just skips him right across the water like this. Yep. Yeah. Time is money. Time is money. Yeah, especially in the bigs, you know? What's yeah. the best advice you've ever gotten in your life, Rhett? Well, I said one earlier that's pretty good. <laughs> Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. That's pretty good advice. That's a good one. They said, uh, here's another one. Don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. That's another good one. Um, what else? Yeah. Hey, that's good advice. That's great that's advice. advice. Sound advice. Um, that's about it. That's about it. I just try to, I just try to live my life day to day. Day to day. I got one question for you then, because okay. uh, I, I, I know you're about done your break. Yep. Do they get on you if you're, if you're not back in time? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I'll that's jump. okay. That's okay. Hey, I'll say I was promoting the shop. He's still outdoors. Look at that. Promoting the there shop. you go. There yeah. you go. Doing marketing. <laughs> marketing 101. Yep. You know that. That's marketing. That's marketing. Here's my last question. Okay. Why you? Why me? I never thought about that. What do you mean? Why me? Why are why? you, you, why did you, I mean, there's a bunch of dudes you grew up shooting a bow with. Yeah. Yeah. And they are not Rod Daniels. Nope. Nope. I mean, you are such a special individual that this is the first time I've had somebody on this podcast that isn't widely known as an angler. The first thing people think of. Right. Right, right. Why you? I guess there's only one rutster. There's only one rutster. That's a that's a tough question to answer. That's a tough question to answer. I guess they say that the old rutster is a rare breed. That's what they say. You know, I, I told you about that leucistic goose, one in a million. Yeah. Maybe the old rutster is leucistic, just a little bit something different. <laughs> I, I agree. Can, I think we can leave it at that. Yeah, I agree. You know what else, though? You know what else? I'll tell you one more thing. One more thing. We said that hunting's changed and fishing's changed. I think you could say that the old rutster ain't changed. You know? No. And some guys are like, you know what? That's the way it used to be, and I like it. So maybe a little bit of that, too. Maybe a little bit of cigarette white. Maybe a little bit of never changed since the 80s. You know? That's it. You're unexcusably yourself. I guess so. I Have you so. enjoyed this conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anytime I get to talk hunting or I get to talk fishing, the old rusters in. The old yeah. rusters in. Plus, <laughs> they'd have me stocking shelves if I wasn't talking to you, but <laughs> I'd rather be doing this. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to do this, and, and I hope people enjoy it because you've let us inside one of the greatest mysteries in outdoors competition not just i appreciate it i mean you are what you are very elusive much like the sasquatch the sasquatch one more I'm opportunity yeah no yep. no i uh i appreciate you having me on i appreciate you having me on you're a big deal and uh and so to get the old call on the old cell phone to say hey you want to have a chat i said yep <laughs> i love it i love it Done we gotta down. go fishing sometime we gotta go fishing we'll do that one last chance you want to talk yep. about ufos Nope, they're calling me. I gotta go. I gotta go. 
I got bows to tune. <laughs> I got baits to sell. These Senkos are flying off the shelf. Can you believe that? One of the best baits of all time. You can't keep them on the shelf. Good, good luck at work, Brett. Brett Daniels. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got to go. I told you it was going to be a different show, and it definitely was. So it lived up to what I promised. It was definitely a very different show. And as Rutt says, he is one of a kind. And um, I thank him for being on our show. And I welcome all the Rutt Daniels fans, the um, Ruttstermaniacs, I guess they'd be called. I, I welcome you all if you watch this and uh, hit the like and surprise, like and surprise. Let it subscribe. It'd be surprising if you'd subscribe. A little bit of both. Um, like, subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, I'm leaving here to head off to Port Aransas, Texas for the Yamaha Redfish Cup Championship where I'll be hanging out with some Elite Series pros, some Redfish pros. One and only Jake LaTondres will be down there. So we'll have lots uh, to talk about. And Jake will be on next week's show. But uh, like I said, this was a very different show. Let me know what you think. Did you dig it? Or did it not go 20 seconds for you? Bob Cobb, save us and take it away. Thanks for watching. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Because Bob Cobb of the Bassmasters told you to. You hear?